Hey guys, if you already don't know by now, I'm on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to connect with me, just send in a request. Thank you so much to those who've been sharing my posts and tagging others. I appreciate you all so much. Now, let's get started with the show. As crazy as it sounds, I struggle with a scarcity mindset every single day after all of these years, after all that I've accomplished. I know that as long as I have a sound mind and body, I will be able to generate income. You're now tuned in to Tender Love and Cash, the place where ambitious men and women turn to for business strategies that not only skyrocket their profits, but also position them to serve the masses and make money doing what they love. I'm Amber Anthony, profit booster, efficiency driver, strategy specialist, and lover of all things analytical. And I'm going to help demystify difficult topics and concepts, crunch the numbers, and use real data to craft a strategic approach that supports business owners with a solid framework to operate a well-planned cash-generating machine. I can't promise to tell you what you want to hear, but I'll guarantee you'll get the guidance you need to hear to launch, grow, and build the business of your dreams with confidence. Let's dive in. On today's episode, I would like to share with you my thoughts and an aha moment that I had today surrounding the cost, the real cost of being head of household or being a provider. For years, I always thought of it just from a monetary standpoint because it's something you can quantify. And I didn't really take it too much further simply because I have a lot of trauma surrounding money from the way I grew up. That's all my parents fought about. So I vowed, no matter what, that I would use money as a tool, that I would always find solutions around money, and that I definitely would not bring emotion into money. And though logically that did serve me, as I've gotten older And as I've realized, again, what I'm about to share with you, the true cost of being the head of household and or the provider, I see that the cost is far much more than monetary. So with that said, I have not experienced fights around money with my friends, my family, my son. It's just a policy that I've kept. But as I've gotten older... And as I've really started to dial in on what it takes to generate money, keep money, leverage resources, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to wake up every single day and strategize. And obviously it does help if you do have tools to strategize with. But to constantly have to wake up and strategize, and provide, and solve, it does take a tax on your mental and physical. And the reason that I think that this is such a powerful topic is, you know, men have carried this burden on their shoulders 
right, for hundreds of years. But now with the change in, you know, the world and specifically with entrepreneurship and family businesses and women now becoming leaders in their own organizations and then oftentimes in their households, the conversations being had are relevant to us all, anybody in a leadership slash provider environment. So end of year, I'm going over all of my books and I do keep my personal records the same way I keep my businesses. So I can go through and see where my money went uh, regarding friends, family members, significant others, etc. So I do have a grand total. But as I was reviewing my end of year books, and I do check in with it often, so it's not like there was any type of surprise or anything. I was also reflecting on how I have to show up daily, not only for my businesses, for myself, but also for my family members. And I've started to really take inventory of how the day progresses. And I've noticed that, well, to be perfectly honest, I'm not getting the reciprocation from individuals that are on my team the way I would potentially demand in a professional setting. And that may seem a bit callous, but as I thought about it, I thought to myself, you know, I know what peace of mind is. I know how valuable it is to have somebody in my corner that I can call to solve a problem of mine quickly and efficiently so I can move on with my everyday life. And as I was doing this personal inventory, I realized that many of the individuals who are near and dear to my heart, frankly, we are not working operationally and efficiently. And at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. So it is my fault that I have not designed a system that is setting the unit up for success. But because I have not designed a system that is setting the unit up for success, I'm exhausted. It's very difficult. And those of you who wear this hat, you know that you never get rest, even when your eyes closed, because you're constantly strategizing, fixing, building. Even when you don't want to, you don't have a choice. And when you witness inefficiencies on your team, again, it's more than the dollar amount. It's, it's hurtful because if somebody truly cares for another person, I believe that they would want to show up by any means necessary to support that person so they can continue to grow and show up and lead the team. But when you are choosing to either not show up at a high level for leadership or you are sabotaging them through your selfish or unthoughtful behaviors or worse, like legitimately clawing at their soul, 
you are not protecting the asset that is protecting you. And as I was on the freeway for many hours today, I kept thinking, okay, I know this isn't intentional with these individuals, and it's definitely an environment that I have cultivated. I've taught this behavior, I've allowed this behavior, but way beyond money, it is sucking my soul dry. And as I am trying to reinvent myself, stay relevant, be great, continue to grow additional organizations, continue to show up for individuals that depend on me in my professional endeavors, and for me to show up for me, and even for me to show up for my loved ones, you know, and take off my business hat, take off my strategy hat, to show up for my grandkids, you know, as a nurturing and loving and relaxed grandmother, to show up for my significant other, vulnerable, you know, ready to enjoy some quiet time. It is impossible if those individuals aren't pouring into you. And I know I'm not the only one because obviously I consult with high net worth individuals, both men and women. And I'm hearing this this same story because what's happening is our households are going from something traditional where maybe there was a W-2 earner you know, who ended up jumping into entrepreneurship and things going very well. And then obviously the dynamics of the household are changing. And the other person in the household or the family members within or nearby the household, including the children, are not part of this growth experience because the individual who is building and growing at a rapid pace simply does not have the bandwidth, does not have the bandwidth to show up and build and be great and then also circle back and teach and get everyone up to speed. So three, four years can pass and a lot of damage can be done within that time frame, which then breeds bad habits, which then breeds resentment, You know, and then how do you unlearn and relearn while you're still in this very complex and high growth and high stress environment? Hey, everyone. If you know anyone that could possibly benefit from listening to this episode, then you should definitely let them know about it. Podcasts usually grow by word of mouth. And I'm on a mission to help others build their businesses through the lessons I've learned along the way. So if you know anyone who would love this podcast, just message, tag, and share it on social media. I appreciate you all so much. Let's get back to the show. So literally, that is my challenge today. And I don't have a solution for it yet. But I am excited about the fact that I was able to to pinpoint exactly what it is. Because in years past, I would just go off of the number 
and the quantifiable aspects and apply logic in, in a fashion where, you know, profitability or efficiency. But it's more than that. I've healed a lot of my money trauma. I definitely have a new way of viewing money. As crazy as it sounds, I struggle with a scarcity mindset every single day after all of these years, after all of the work that I've put in, after all that I've accomplished. I know that as long as I have a sound mind and body, I will be able to generate income. But yet and still, I wake up with fear every single day. Will I be able to do it? Am I good enough? For how long? Am I making the right decisions? Do I have to scale back more? Constantly calculating the risk and the reward. Again, this is a detailed insight into my mind. So while all that is going on, and then while action actually has to take place, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours a day, actually doing business, actually playing the game of business. Now I realize that after I've taken care of myself, drank my water, got my 10,000 steps, counted my macros, et cetera, now I have to add on one more thing to my plate, which is bringing in the people that are in my immediate circle and getting everybody on the same page with the same core values. Because if I don't, like I stated before, we're not in unison, we're not in sync. So while everybody is doing their own thing, dancing to their own drummer, and while I'm avoiding confrontation, because I'm either too tired to address it or definitely don't want to address a money issue because the fear surrounding that, But today I realized it's not a money issue. It's a respect issue. And even larger than it being a respect issue, it's about the fact that when you have individuals in your circle that are showing up for themselves and you at a high level, you have a responsibility to protect that person and that dynamic and that relationship. And it's not about you owe them anything. It's literally a moral obligation when somebody is showing up at a high level for you to not scratch and claw at them, to not tear them down, to not break their spirits, to not squander their time or their money. Think about it. Think about you having to show up at a high level and perform, and produce fearlessly. And then when you come back home, or when you come back to your intimate circle, being ripped apart, and then having to somehow hold it all together to do it again. I definitely think that showing up on, you know, creating my brand, uh, showing up on social media, producing this podcast, taking a chance on me, at 46 years old, and realizing that not only do I have to show up in my everyday life as I've been doing, 
you know, since I left home at 16. I know how to do that. I've mastered that. In addition to, after all these many years, also adding on another complex component of actually taking care of me mentally and physically, which of course takes time and resources. But finally having to admit that I can do it all. I'm honored to do it all and I'm happy to do it all, but I need help. So on a Friday night, I've had a long day. I've had a long few days as I am spending time with one of my grandbabies and didn't even have the time to do myself up. I had to share this message because it has been swirling in my head for the last three hours. And I know now that I have discovered, discovered what the root cause is, what the root problem is, I know that I will be able to work towards a solution. But I had to be honest with myself. And this is step one right here of, well, memorializing it because I have to do something about it. If I am powerful enough, if I am powerful enough and certain enough to have created all the magnificent things that I've been able to do professionally, I must, I must find the way to have the same success in my personal life. So, As I continue on this journey, I look forward to sharing more aha moments with you, more solutions, and I'll definitely be excited to get the engagement and thoughts from you so we can continue to have this open dialogue. So I thank you so much for staying with me until the end. And if you know Anybody who could benefit from this message, please, please share it. Until next time, 